Welcome back to a new episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I am your host, Cody Kelly. Definitely a um, different time that we're living in compared to last week when we recorded the uh, podcast um, dealing with, obviously, the effects of the global pandemic of the coronavirus. Uh, Just adjusting. I'm definitely going to cover some um, uh, recent developments within the Democratic primary also, the ripple effects of the coronavirus and just, you know, how to stay uh, active while being basically self-quarantined. Uh, but we look forward to getting into it and engaging with you on another episode of It Is What It Is. When it comes to doing the exact opposite of what you should do when it comes to a global pandemic, I think Governor of Florida uh, DeSantis takes the cake. Um DeSantis is refusing to close down beaches during this global pandemic. Uh, Doha Madani uh, goes on to write that uh, he's issued an order to, or has not, he's refusing to issue an order to close the state beaches despite fears regarding the spread of coronavirus. He instead signed an order that would limit parties on the beach to 10 people per group and forced any businesses Uh, authorized to sell liquor to reduce occupancy by half. DeSantis told reporters that the governor said the local governments can make their own decision, but that his order will follow the latest guidance issued by the Center of Disease Control and Prevention. Some of my thoughts, so I get it. Florida is a huge tourist state. A large part of their economy is driven by tourism. This is obviously spring break for a lot of students, and by the viral videos, it seems like they are Uh, enjoying their spring break Uh, but when you're dealing with a global pandemic when you're dealing with a nuance and a a virus like this that has affected so many negatively uh, whatever is necessary needs to be taken place and whatever can be preventative needs to be at least considered and to have such loose restrictions restrictions like 10 per group so basically you can say this is my group and it's 10 but if you know a thousand groups show up you know (laughs) Uh, what does that say? You know, it's 10,000 people, you know, so basically he has placed no limits. If he says we'll reduce occupancy by 50%, but it's, you know, who's going to control that? You know, if you, if the building says 500, there's 250 people in there, you know, that's still doing pretty well. Uh, I, I think there are governors and there are leaders and politicians that are actively understanding the situation and maybe doing things a bit aggressively and extreme to stop the spread and contain and to make sure that there's adequate resources to counteract this. And I think that's probably the best response. I, you know, obviously it sucks to, you know, be shut down for any reason. Uh, but if that's what it takes to control this virus, then, you know, it's necessary. Uh, keeping things open just spreads and increases the likelihood of contamination and affects so many people. And then I guess my issue is if outbreaks uh, in Florida were to happen and fatalities uh, increased because of this, could the governor in good faith said that he did everything within his power uh, to limit such course of action? And the answer to that is no, he did not. Uh, so depending on how this plays out will ultimately determine the uh, truth or the the repercussions of his decision, I think this um, was 
a bit slothful on his part. Obviously, I understand the economic impact and just the societal impact as a whole with trying to go to a mass state shutdown when so many people, you know, go to Florida for vacation reasons for just getting outdoors, period. But at the same token, in times like this, you have to do what is necessary. So wrong measure, <laughs> definitely, by uh, Governor DeSantis. Um, miscalculated step, uh, one would say, but ultimately time will tell. As far as the ripple effect is going, uh, the White House has decided or is considering it really hasn't decided, but at least issued a statement that the possibility of consideration of giving every American citizen, uh, I believe is it, they have to be over the age of 18, uh, checks to combat the economic impact of the outbreak. Uh, Lauren Egan goes on to write that the White House announced that it's pitching a trillion dollar economic package to combat the coronavirus outbreak, $250 billion of which would be used to direct payments to Americans. Uh, they put a proposal on the table that would inject a trillion dollars into the economy. Treasury, uh, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said on Capitol Hill after meeting with the Senate Republicans to discuss the White House plans. This is a combination of loans, a combination of direct checks. This is a combination of liquidity for small businesses. So I, I think the stance is they obviously understand that the economy, the global economy has taken a hit and the U.S. economy has taken a major blow. Uh, the stock market has fallen dramatically. Uh, the stock market is, is basically at its lowest point in the last, you, you could argue, 10 years. Um, so because of that, uh, such a negative impact, it's how do we offset this? And, you know, as the saying goes, desperate times comes for desperate measures. So issuing these checks, basically a fire started to the economy. Is $1,000 enough? <laughs> you know, is it just a one-time payment? Uh, I think if you're going to go big, really go big, you know, and jack it up to ten grand. Um, you know, and, and even if you did it per household, I think the, the cutoff is 85000 per household. I would say under 200000 per ho- household, put it up to ten grand and make it really uh, uh, available and really feasible. Uh, and and definitely spark it that way. Obviously, small businesses need the liquidity. Liquidity they need the type of fluctuation in loans to carry and offset weight. Obviously, they not you know those businesses not being in business able to basically produce anything and to sell anything to create transaction is going to hurt and is going to create mass layoffs. So you have to offset this. Uh, I would say at this point probably the elimination or at least a temporary uh, suspension or postpone implementation of. Payroll tax, I would also say give credit to companies for keeping uh, headcount, uh, full-time headcount, and increasing hiring. Uh, right now, you have to be proactive. And this is a step, and I know it's weird uh, anytime this cabinet does anything, but this is a step in the right directions. But you have to not just take a step. You have to take a jump. <laughs> and right now, I think this is a great start. Um, obviously, if this passes, this is still theory-based, it's theoretical, but... If it passes and this goes into flourishing and implementation, I wonder how long will it be until it actually uh, boots to the ground and you can start feeling the effects of this uh, stimulus package. So we'll see uh, what happens, but this is the plan that has been proposed. As far as another uh, effect, a ripple effect of the coronavirus, the Federal Reserve Bank's response to it. has been eyebrowsing. Eric Sherman was on a right that half a percent rate cut uh, was implemented March 3rd to Sunday's additional cut to 0% to $700 billion in the Treasury. And mortgage bond buying even plans to directly support short-term loans to non-bank companies. Uh, 
the big dive markets took on Monday suggests that investors haven't been impressed, uh, but experts say that these actions ultimately weren't about making them happy. The Fed is looking to fill financial systems with enough money and credit that they don't seize up like the automobile industry did and run out of oil uh, in 2008. Basically, like I said, trying to offset, the, the worst thing is to do is sink. Uh, and obviously the iceberg has been hit. Uh, the ship known as America is taking on water. And right now we're just trying to make sure we got enough for lifeboats out there for everybody. And this is just another step uh, to do that. Uh, this was a good move. This is going to help out the financial industry because it's going to encourage them to lend. Obviously, with the interest rates being so low, if you do have the capital, this is the time to buy. Uh, so I think the, the problem is, is that is great in theory, but there's so many or there are so many individuals lost in that wealth gap pre-COVID-19 that that during COVID-19 would only worsen the situation because those who have it really can proactively source and engage and go to market. And those who can't are now are in further drownage. So I think more than just this, more than just the rate cut, there has to be an effective plan, something greater than uh, or like welfare on steroids to really offset this and to create basically not just a safety net but a flourishing ecosystem at least temporarily until this thing subsides joe momentum uh yesterday was the primary uh for the state of illinois uh arizona and uh joe came out on top yeah he won florida uh won illinois i believe he won arizona joe biden um is on fire uh, Alex Waltz goes on to write uh, that basically with uh, insurmountable delegate lead over Sanders, um, the former vice president now has 292 more delegates uh, than Vermont's senator. He's passed the, high, the halfway mark to 1,991 delegates needed to win the majority of all delegates and capture the Democratic uh, presidential nomination. So my thoughts, you know, after the last Super Tuesday air, you know, and after really sweeping this out, they kind of figured that, you know, Joe Biden would win and go on to be the Democratic nominee. I think the question is, what does Bernie do next? I personally think instead of dropping out and just subsiding, become that third party candidate. Or if you really are going to back Joe, if it really is about beating Trump, if that is the Democratic strategy, then you have to throw all your support in. Now, I think uh, with the global pandemic that's going on, uh, diverting attention away and, and constant campaigning is taken away and almost making the situation worse. You need to have a response and a response now because it's game time. You know, you don't have time to campaign. You're, we're past the campaign point just because of recent events. And right now, the Democratic Party has to create and not just create, but implement an effective strategy going forward. And if it cannot do so, it will see a repeat of 2000. Uh, in 16. So with that being said, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens to Bernie camp. No plans have been announced of Bernie uh, succeeding and, you know, supporting Joe or anything else uh, to that matter. But we'll see uh, what happens next. So I understand being in, you know, self-quarantine in the house, um, things to kind of do. Obviously, Obviously, with, you know, just being kind of on lockdown, you know, you if you're working from home, you have that. But, you know, you're not working 24-7. What do you do in the free time? You can't really go out. Uh, 
books. This is a great time to get back to the basics. Uh, pick a book to read, sharpen your mind, uh, pursue creative interest. If you're into the arts, uh, if you're into creativity or designing, I would take that route, but really sharpen things that normally you don't have time for. Uh, try to learn a new language. <laughs> it's crazy that sound. I, sound, I downloaded the uh, Duo app. I've uh, been just trying to brush up on my skills in Spanish, but you know, it's needed. Um, it's going to be a process, and the worst thing to do is to fall into a state of panic. And you do that by placing and creating an atmosphere of peace, uh, tranquility, and most importantly, process, process, and process improvement. And if you can implement that strategy effectively, you know, we'll get through this. So, uh, my tips to you is just find your new hobby. Uh, a hobby that is safe, a hobby that you can do indoors. Definitely go at it. Uh, allow that hobby to be kind of your vehicle of release uh, for the upcoming days and weeks. All right, this has been another episode. Of it is what it is podcast. I'm your host, Cody Kelly's. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate the engagement and just uh, the followers and the listeners of this podcast and just the support that you give me. Uh, things are kind of crazy right now with just the recent uh, developments. And I think we all should be aware and should be concerned about the safe and healthy and viability of one another, not just as a nation, but as a global citizen. And that has to be the focus going forward. But until next time, uh, thanks. Thanks.